0: all right let me go ahead and get this turned down what's going on everybody it's your boy a double and you're now tuned in to episode 103 of season two of do rags and boat shoes uh, thank you thank you thank you guys for being so patient with me while i get a couple of episodes recorded uh, we here we rocking and then we doing what we do best uh, make sure you share every single episode that you listen to with people that uh not people you work with because i don't want folks looking at you like you some radical heathen or some shit like that but if you got somebody you cool with at work you know who's down for the down to fight the good fight and needs to be woke up a little bit and hear some truth you know direct them this way but definitely share it with family and friends i don't want y'all out here fucking up your money and then hit me up on twitter Or on the Facebook page talking about, yo, I need you to throw me $1,100 this month because I lost my job because I was sharing your podcast with everybody that I work with. So I don't need them kind of problems. I got my own problems. I got bills, too. All right. I love y'all anyway. So let's go ahead and get started on that good old summer jam screen. Uh, let's go ahead and talk uh, about Devin Patrick Kelly this is the guy who opened fire and killed 26 people wounding 20 more inside of a church a small church just outside of San Antonio Texas uh, this was a very disturbing and disgusting event and uh, you know it these shootings are happening so often that I fear that the American people will become numb to it you know and so now we're back talking about gun control we're back talking about uh white identity extremists we're talking about radical we're back talking about radical christians and uh i know nothing will be done about gun laws and uh vetting because nobody did shit congress didn't do shit when that clown walked up into Sandy Hook Elementary and killed all those kids. And it even got to the fucking point that people were out here talking about that it was all fake and it was nothing but crisis actors. People were literally making money off of YouTube videos from Google AdSense about this shooting being fake with Sandy Hook. That's how I knew that this country was in a sick place back when that happened. That's when you knew that something that there is something just not right with this country. And so now uh, the Cheeto in chief was talking about with this shooting that uh, this was a mental health issue. This was actually... um, Not only a mental health issue, this was a gun issue too, because he had the guns illegally. He had the AR-15 illegally. He tried to apply for a permit but was denied, but somehow he ended up getting his hands on one of these guns. So now we need to start talking about this white on white violence, this white on white crime. Uh, This is something that we really have to discuss. We have to be honest about. Um, This was an act of terror. I don't care what nobody says. Uh, This man, uh, he was dishonorably discharged from the military. He had some domestic violence issues. And this is the same church that his mother-in-law attends. And the only reason that this stopped with him shooting everybody up in there is because a citizen, an armed citizen, actually came out and exchanged gunfire with him and chased him down while the he hopped in the car with somebody he's like hey this guy is he's killing people in this church he's trying to get away we have to stop him so they chased him on the freeway into a ditch where uh the punk killed himself he couldn't deal with the repercussions of his actions or the consequences of his actions so he decided to kill himself so you see that there's a good and bad part about this debate about guns but the only thing that I'm asking when we have this gun debate is, you know, we need to there needs to be a better process of actually purchasing a firearm legally. Like there's so many gun nuts out here just doing whatever the fuck that they want. And we still don't know the reasoning behind what's going on in Las, with the Las Vegas shooting. Still don't know what's going on with that. Uh, There was another shooting in, uh, let me look this up. There was a guy who killed three Hispanic folks in a Walmart, and nobody is talking about that. Like, nobody's talking about that because of this shooting. Uh, Let me look it up real quick. Y'all give me just a second here. All right, my bad. I misspoke. So it was in Denver. Um, The uh, shooting happened. And it was at the hands of a 47 year old uh, scott Ostrom. and what was so crazy about this shooting is that he targeted and killed three uh latinos uh, hispanic folks and uh, it was a woman and two men and what was even crazier there was so many armed people inside of the walmart whipping out their guns police didn't know who was who and so it took them Five hours to identify the suspect or the perpetrator, whatever you want to call it, because it was so many people armed, whipping out their guns, thinking they were going to be some sort of superhero and stop a shooting. So you had that going and you had the, the church shooting going on so we really and this is a white guy and now i've seen a story where his stepsister step uh coming out talking about that uh he's a victim of lsd that he took 30 years ago and it's been fucking with his mental health no he needs to be charged with a hate crime he, he specifically targeted this these hispanic folks okay so then you got this whole lone wolf theory coming out but how many lone wolves does it take to kill a large number of people before we start looking at the whole pack of wolves. That's what I wanna know. Help me the fuck out. And then if President Trump, the Cheeto in chief, wants to say it's a mental health issue, well, what are we going to do about it? What is what is the people up on the, on Capitol Hill going to do about it? Because you're already trying to dismember and dismantle Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act, What do you plan on doing to address these mental health issues? Okay, if that's if it's a mental health issue, well, maybe we should start issuing some sort of written exam for people to get their gun licenses and gun permits. Maybe we need to start doing that. That's all that I'm saying about this situation. It's uh, very sad that the families have to go through this. Um, It's another national tragedy. And I think with this shooting, it said it knocked out Columbine out of the top five or something like that, or top 10 um, worst mass shootings in recent history. It's only going to get worse if, uh, you know, this is what happens. You know, when you start letting large corporations rule Capitol Hill and these people up on the hill do not realize that they work for the people and not these corporations and these companies and these special interest groups. But what do I know? I'm just a guy with a podcast. OK, so let's see what else is going on in the news. Uh, did y'all see where uh, Shorty got fired for. um Flipping off the Orange Julius Caesar. Uh there was a video of a woman a photo of a woman riding her bike and <clears throat> excuse me. She uh, riding or she was riding her bike and uh, the Orange Julius Caesar's motorcade uh was riding by her and she was flipping them off and somebody actually got a photo of it and she made that her um she made that her uh Facebook I think profile pic. y'all know this woman got fired i'm like wow so the photo went viral um and her job is saying that uh she got fired for violating their social media policy and i'm just like oh okay uh this company uh is looking a little bit funny in the light um it's uh yeah, I really don't know what else to say about this. These companies are just doubling down on protecting Trump. I mean, you seen what happened with Jamel Hill when they suspended her. Uh, well, I should say doubling down on their white supremacist views and protecting the system of white supremacy. Because she didn't catch hell until she actually said a viable solution, which was to boycott specific sponsors that support of white supremacists and Jerry Jones. And um so now you got this woman being fired, so she don't know what she's about to do. Hopefully somebody can throw up a GoFundMe page and uh, give her a few racks so she can go on and bounce on it about her life and uh, do what she needs to do. All right, let's see what else we can put up on that good old Summer Jam screen. Did y'all hear about um, what happened down in Miami with these firefighters? So you had 11 firefighters be suspended with pay uh, back in September, and now six of them have been fired. Uh, what these firefighters did was they placed a uh, noose um, on the on a picture of a 17-year firefighter, black veteran. And down there in miami then they drew a bunch of dicks on uh, his wife's pictures and his grandkids pictures and uh you know he brought it to the police chief there was an investigation went on and six of them got fired and it was uh, captain william bryson david uh, rivera kevin maizoso uh, justin Rumbar, alejandro sacy Ce- and harold santana and now one of these, uh, there's a few white Latinos in here and then there's a Negro in here. I don't know what's his name. I just looked at all the pictures, but they didn't have like from left to right. And now I'm just trying to see what this Negro was doing, participating in something of this extent. Now I can see the white Latinos because a lot of times they like to feel like they're uh, right up under white Mammy and Pappy. They like to do that they like to you know kind of gang up on uh you know to draw the tension up off of them and be like hey hey as long as we fucking with somebody darker than me hey you know what i'm saying some shit like that and trying to join in on some corrupt fun like that but yeah there was a there was a fucking coon out here i mean look up look up them pictures type in these names like the the captain william bryson david rivera and uh, all these other fucking names just type them in and then just look at the picture and this this negro is down there in these pictures and i'm like you participated in some bullshit like that this makes me think that this uh this brother and i say that term loosely must must have came over here you know from one of them small islands like the dr or he came from cuba or some shit like that because that's the only thing i could excuse or he was just an american coon um that is just some some dumb shit right there uh it's disgusting and uh you know i'm glad that the uh fire chief you know just stepped out and was like yo we firing these motherfuckers and it could be some more getting fired uh just very disgusting vile thing to do is fucking 2017 and you're doing shit like this um you know I, i you know, this country is going to hell in a handbasket right now. Just so many racially charged events are happening now. And uh, it's like I said before in episode 102, um, you know, white supremacists are even worried because there's division among them where different factions and shit like that. So we'll see what happens, but folks, we got to stay vigilant, stay on our toes, and you know, everybody's looking funny in the light now after I read this story. But, um, my nigga Hove, what you got to say? Don't be the next tested on that Summer Jam screen. I smoke rocks. I smoke rocks all right moving on to selling hope like dope we have to give it to the louisiana high courts aka the louisiana supreme court so there's a court case where there's this guy named warren uh demesmi and he is accused of sexually assaulting two girls so he's being interrogated and he says just give me a lawyer dog and then uh so they brought that to trial and um this th- so he said just give me a lawyer dog that's what he said to the detectives he was interviewing him uh stating that he wanted a lawyer so um they didn't get him one so they took the phrase literally so the uh his counsel his lawyer finally took it up with the, with the supreme court like hey he was actually you know he took it up to the high courts they didn't do nothing then he took it up to the supreme courts and the supreme courts ruled that this this young man was actually asking for a lawyer dog uh, a dog to represent him legally so he wasn't asking for legal counsel that's how they ruled against this black man now i don't agree with him you know sexually assaulting girls and shit like that doing some old creep shit like that if he did it um but they ruled against him saying that he was actually asking for a for a lawyer dog he wouldn't he wouldn't call in a detective a dog like hey just give me a lawyer dog like lawyer comma dog they ruled that he was actually asking for a dog a golden retriever a puggle a chihuahua that practices law and passed the bar to represent him that's what the supreme court of louisiana ruled so therefore going back down to the criminal case everything that they got up out of him the detectives got up out of them can be used in court can be used against him in court so this sets a very dangerous precedent right now because people can refer to this so i'm saying to all my my slang speaking black folks out there just i guess you have to speak like my man brandon says the king's english to the queen's taste so you just gotta be up there i would like to request a lawyer thank you and then just shut the fuck up that's it. No slang, no whatsoever. Because you are about to be fucked in the game. So that's all you say. I would like to request a lawyer. Please and thank you. That's it. But then they'll fuck around and be like, oh, you were asking for a lawyer by the name of please and thank you. You know, it'd be some goofy shit like that. So don't even say anything afterwards. I would like a lawyer. That's it. That's all you got to say. When they have you in that interrogation room, I would like a lawyer. See, nothing else. Don't say shit else because this uh, this is just goofy as hell. And this is just another way to railroad brothers and sisters into the prison system just with this ruling here i don't know what the fuck is happening south of the mason dixon line i really don't know what's going on right now but this whole government this whole system it's been corrupt for years but now it's just coming out because we're so connected and information comes at you so quickly that you just see how fucked up the game is right now in the united states of these americas uh, man, the Louisiana Supreme Court is selling hope like dope dog. This portion of Do Rags and Boat Shoes has been brought to you by the letter L, as in, Hey, yo, my guy, my hands are full. Give me a hand here. Can you hold this L? All right, so holding the L this week has to be uh, Bobby Ray Simmons Jr., aka Bob. If you ever been on his uh, Instagram page, you see that this uh brother is uh kind of far out there uh he he operates on a different uh plane um i i don't know what else to say but he has to hold this l for a post that he had It's still up there posted about five five six days ago and his it has a brother speaking about how when the European came to power he discombobulated everything the chronological order leaving people confused and shit like that you know I feel like he just spends so much time going into these rabbit holes and these theories um but anyways so so he has this video posted and he says they say slavery lasted 400 years America is only 250 years old you ever seen a slave ship They can find a billion-year-old dinosaur bone but can't find any slave ships. This makes my head hurt. Uh, This is very dangerous when somebody has so many followers and they say asinine shit like this. So you have a black man trying to erase our history. It's an ugly history, but he's trying to erase it. And one of the hashtags he has on there is "slavery is not in my DNA." Well, how did you get here, Bob? How did you? How did your family get here? How did your mother's mother's get here? How did your father's, father's father get here? How did your father's 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 mother get here? Just help me out. So you saying with this video that somehow? the europeans who colonized us they that didn't happen so just because people ain't showing old slave ships but plantations exist so that ain't proof enough um the black codes or the slave codes isn't proof enough um the emancipation proclamation isn't proof enough The uh, three-fifths amendment in the Constitution Wasn't proof enough But you saying Because slavery lasted 400 years And America was found Is only 250 years old I I just I do not get what you are trying to say here I honestly don't It just it, It leaves me puzzled you know to say that because america wasn't established officially until what was it july 4 1776 so that would make america what 241 years old so you said it was 250 years old but we know that the first uh slaves came over here in what uh, what was it 16 something uh it was something like that 1619 maybe um i just i i don't know i really don't know i'm very puzzled by this man's thinking or even if he is thinking i get the feeling that uh bob uh is one of those people that just wants to be different and difficult just to seem cool you know, it, it reminds me of uh, those people who were posting all over Facebook and Twitter and other social media sites talking about that there was going to be some kind of electric grid blackout that was supposed to happen because they wanted to test out uh, a EMP an electromagnetic uh, pulse thing that was supposed to shut off all the electricity in uh, a so many mile radius and all this other shit. And they had all these documents and all this other shit. Well, it didn't happen. Um, It's just like the world was supposed to end Back on what was that uh, December Or September Whatever it was like a couple years ago or something It was supposed to end And it didn't happen Um, Nobody can predict the future And it's very dangerous Like I said if you have a large following of people On social media and you just start Sending out nonsense uh, Because I, I live by one rule and one rule only and that is essentially to trust my own instinct that is that is it i trust my instinct i trust my spidey senses whatever you want to tell it call it or whatever but it it just confuses people once you start throwing out these the flat earth theory Uh, That's been disproven so many times, but you telling me that people floating around in space and on satellites and shit like that are taking fake pictures and all this other shit. And so some kind of grand scheme and all this other stuff. Um, Just very, just this right here has been the most idiotic post on this man's Instagram page because he hasn't seen remnants of of slave ships it didn't exist at all like what the fuck dude like seriously it puzzles me to the utmost degree to see some shit like this it is so puzzling to me and i don't know if this is something that you're telling yourself or you're trying to convince yourself of to boost your self-esteem but you shouldn't be ashamed of your history no matter how ugly it is and no matter what happened to your people, you shouldn't be ashamed of it. You know, you learn from it. You embrace it. And every sacrifice that you made, you need that they made, you need to take advantage of it and move it a step further. So your little ones coming up behind you can reap the benefits of your hard work and your ancestors hard work and what they fought for. God damn, B.O.B. Hold this, A.O. You win perfect all right so moving on to not all heroes wear capes i have to give it to uh demetria olibor this is a uh, traffic reporter down in dallas She used to be a traffic reporter in las vegas now she's in dallas uh some woman on facebook named jan shed uh posted some disparaging comments about this young lady this sister uh if you ever seen demetria Olibor, she's a a curvy young lady pretty curly head goddess who uh does the traffic um her instagram be popping her twitter be popping and um very professional on tv things of that sort but she's just curvy it's like drake said uh you know so thick it makes everybody in the room uncomfortable you know uh she's very curvaceous uh, you know up top small waist big hips bubble butt um, nice big legs and so this woman jane shed um, was basically saying that this is a size 16 woman in a size 6 dress or some bullshit like that and you know, it's, it's disgusting to see her on TV or whatever. And uh, so the the Facebook post went viral. Somebody posted it on Twitter with a lot of followers, and then it got retweeted all over. And it forced this woman to delete her Facebook, the Jan Shed lady or whatever, because she was getting so many messages like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And this this is nothing new. Uh, you know, a lot of times when sisters are in the workplace. Uh, or women who are uh, quote unquote unattractive, untra- they catch hell in the workplace. Uh, but Demetria did not let this, uh, you know, you know dampen, put a you know rain on her parade or anything like that. She just really kept it pushing, and she got you know support from so many people across the uh, country. And there was a actual other women newscasters who was responding to the uh, to uh, Demetria's uh, response uh, to the uh, the nonsense from uh, Jan Shedd saying that one woman was talking about that uh, one newscaster. She was saying that uh, a woman emailed the news station that she worked at and said that she was like uh, seducing her husband or something and she needs to be fired. And then uh, this really makes feminism looks bad. That's why I feel like some people don't take feminism seriously because there's so much, you know, shaming and things of that sort. Remind me of how women were going off on uh, Kendrick Lamar for uh, his latest video when he was like, show me something natural, like ass with stretch marks. And they were mad that the woman in the video Uh, I think she was mixed or something. She was curly head mixed with uh, slanted eyes or something. Black women were going off on that. Well, not black women, but these fake black feminists on Twitter were going off about that and then saying that uh, Kendrick was trying to police women's bodies. I'm like, how is he policing somebody's body and he's telling you what he likes? you know he he got tired of the fake plastic asses that you see on instagram all over that y'all say the same thing about but it, i guess it's one of them things of you know do as i say not as i do um but just going back to demetria uh and then there, i think there was another uh newscaster that responded and said that uh a woman felt uncomfortable uh, with the uh, fellow newscasters' arms being exposed and shit like that, and you know what this reminds me of? Uh, there's a few cases. There was that y'all remember. There was a woman who sued Citibank out east because uh they said she was too sexy for the job she was a a bustier woman and they said she dressed inappropriately and uh so she requested a transfer and then all of a sudden they started playing like all these office politics with her and she uh got fired so then she sued but i don't know the outcome of that case that happened back about seven years ago And then it reminds me also of, uh, y'all remember Teacher Day? What was that, just from last year? Was that 2015 or 2016? I can't remember. But there was a a grade school teacher who was very curvy. And, um, you know, she just made any outfit, you know, look good, you know. Um, And she she went viral and then the atlantics i think it was in atlanta the school district uh reminded her of social media policy they didn't say shit about her dress but dress codes because she followed dress codes but i mean demetria and teacher bay are like two women that could just be out here in a big ass uh you know cosby sweater and some sweatpants and they still would look good you know what i'm saying it's one of them things it's just they just can't help it you know what i'm saying and so, uh, so teacher Bay, like she was catching all kind of hell from, uh, women and men, you know, saying that, it, I remember there was some woman said that she's dressed inappropriately because, uh, little boys are perverts by the time that they're in second grade and all this other bullshit. And then, um, what else uh yeah uh what's what's that sister's name uh y'all remember uh tiffany austin this is a woman who got in a car wreck and she got a gym membership at uh planet fitness and she was in there working out and this was like the first day there and they they an employee came up to her and said that she's intimidating other gym goers because of how toned she is in the outfit that she was wearing so could she please like throw on a t-shirt or something like that now this was a pretty fit sister just had on some um she just had on some jogging pants and then like one of them like workout it wasn't even like a bralette it was longer than a bralette so it didn't she didn't have all of her stomach out she had a little bit of her tummy out and her arms and back and you know were toned and she had a flat tummy and so that was intimidating to other gym goers and shit like that so she eventually ended up canceling her membership and was like fuck this this is just too much and then um, not only did the suffer from this, uh, there was the white woman just next door in Iowa. If y'all remember this case, because it all it went all the way up to the Iowa Supreme Court. There was a woman, um, uh, Melissa Nelson, I believe. Yeah, that's her name. Melissa Nelson. She was a dental assistant in a small town in Iowa, about twenty five thousand people, you know, right next door to me. Uh, and. She was a dental assistant uh, in a small um practice. Um, like I said, the town was about twenty-five thousand people and she'd been working there for over a decade. And so the dentist who owned it, owned the company, owned the little the practice or the little business, whatever you want to call it. She uh the dent it was a guy, I'm sorry. Um she she was his assistant for ten years and then all of a sudden he started i think he hit a midlife crisis or something like 10 years it was cool nothing happened soon as that nigga hit 50 um he started working out and uh just being very vulgar with her and texting her you know off duty and hours and shit like that texting her inappropriate shit and then his wife the dentist's wife he she found out about her husband texting Uh, the dental assistant who's been there for over 10 years nothing happened before then and so she brings a purple folder in and you know slams it down on the the wife slams it down on the table Uh, uh, the dentist calls the dental assistant in and he brings his pastor in and they fire him they fire her for being too attractive and for being a threat to his marriage now so the woman is so so the woman's like, "Yo, that's discrimination. I'm suing." Uh, yada yada yada. And so the the practice ends up giving her like a month's salary, you know, as, far as part of the severance package or whatever for firing her. And but she's want to sue for more for discrimination and because she's a woman and that's a protected class, gender, sex, um, and I think ethnicity and I can sexuality, a sexual orientation are protected classes so um so she's getting ready to sue and the judge just dismissed dismissed it before it even went to trial so then she's like fuck that okay let's take it up to the supreme court so given this is an all-male supreme court and they ruled in the dentist's favor saying that you can't fire somebody for being too attractive and this wasn't about gender and i'm like that's bullshit." So that that was very fucked up in the game right there. Uh, this woman was quote unquote too attractive to uh, continue working because it was a threat to his marriage. And and I'm this may sound like a rant, but I just I don't understand that situation there. Like my G, if if something like if you can't control yourself that bad, like you just go go in the bathroom and squeeze one off. Just go in the bathroom and fat. And get that shit up out your system you know what i'm saying or you need to you know be at home you know blowing your wife's back out or something like that you need to have a healthy sexual relationship with your lady at home and you won't have to worry about being at work and you can't control yourself like that is like the ultimate sign of not having discipline right there but going back to uh demetria Olibor, um this has been going on for years as far as uh, white women uh, and, up, and women in general just feeling uncomfortable with a pretty fit woman in the workplace. I mean, you just you I mean, you can sit down, fellas, sit down and talk, talk with your lady and just hear about the conversation she be having with other women at work, because that's a situation where you're just like, oh, we're and it's just like either your, your lady's getting hated on or there's some new woman at the job that other women are hating on and shit like that and you just like oh word and it is it is a jungle out there if you're an attractive woman and especially if you're curvy and you pretty it's just the type of hate you're just going to have to deal with which it shouldn't be like that at fucking all it shouldn't be like that at all you should be able to just go to work do your job and uh you know go about your damn business you shouldn't have to deal with you know angry customers or jealous co-workers or jealous viewers in demetria's uh case of uh you know just people being uncomfortable with how you look and being too attractive that is just some bullshit but demetria took it like a champ she's embracing who she is you know she can't help it that she's so pretty and curvy i mean it's just one of those things but no matter what she puts on she's just gonna look good in it like even the video she made in the sweats you know um with her little iphone earbuds in like she she still looked pretty like it was just like she's she's just a beautiful young lady like what the fuck like how are you going to like do this type of shit to somebody like that so it's I, you know i can't imagine some of the shit our women go through like just as a whole just women in general it's just like that just seems like a fucking headache which is right there but you know shout out to demetria not all heroes wear capes you know some of them you know take the high road and uh keep on thriving and uh doing what you do demetria because i ain't mad at you All right. So moving on to health over wealth. You know what I say without your health, you cannot enjoy your wealth. And we're going to talk about the power of visualization. And this quote comes from Oprah or, you know, that's my favorite. That's my that's my girl right there. That's my lady. Uh, She says, create the highest, grandest vision possible for your life because you become what you believe. So, using uh, the power of visual, visualization, it basically accomplishes like four things in your life and um, your being. It activates your creative subconscious, um, it activates the law of attraction, it programs your brain, and it builds your internal motivation. So, you know, it's a lot of times it's hard to stay motivated. So what you need to do either when you first wake up, you know, when you had that nice, calm, just just that peaceful wake up, even though your alarm's going off, but you are still in that kind of calm mode. Uh, you know, just go to a quiet spot in your home if you can, your house, apartment, trailer, wherever the fuck you are at. And just visualize yourself. At the end goal, how you want your life to look, just visualize that, you know, everything is perfect. Just just be there. Just be in that moment and look at how you feel. Well, stay uh, aware of how you feel in that moment when you see yourself, you know, in that big ass house or driving that fly ass lamborghini or that you know or whatever that mercedes pullman or you got that big ass pool in the backyard or you know you your bank account got a extra got a few extra o's in it you know you didn't hit six figures in your savings account or seven or eight figures in your savings account your checking account you know has nine figures in it you know just visualize that and just remember how you feel and if you keep that vision in your head like subconsciously you're going to start making moves to get closer to that end goal or to that vision that you have so just keep doing that over and over either right before bed or right when you wake up i like to try to do that before bed just try to calm down kind of ease myself and you know, then I wake up feeling in a refreshed mood. And when you wake up, um, I've started doing this for the past uh, about the past almost a year. I, I wake up and I say thank you. I thank the universe, the most high, whatever you want to call it, positive energy, God, uh, Jesus, if you're religious, uh, you know, Muhammad, just whoever you worship or whatever you believe in just say thank you even if you don't believe in all that shit thank yourself um just just thank whatever you believe in just be thankful and grateful for what you have and for the people that you have in your life start your day off being grateful and thankful and that will always put you in a mood to where you know shit won't be so bad you know you're starting off on a positive light you woke up you know everything is in its place and you and you have the ability to change whatever's going wrong in your life you know so always use that power of visualization and it works because subconsciously you will start being more disciplined and like i said before making those steps that'll put you where you need to be to be successful it's not luck because luck is just being prepared when an opportunity presents itself that's all luck is so stay ready so you don't have to get ready and the way that you do that is with the power of visualization and being thankful and then the grind you working towards your goals it doesn't seem so bad it, it doesn't. It's just like I'm using this like if you're in a shitty ass job it's like this job is I'm using the paycheck as a tool to build my empire or to do what I really want to do. This job is nothing more than a tool that will help me get to the next step. That's how you have to look at it it's nothing but a tool to help you get to the next step. Now, I don't want to sound like some guru selling hope like dope, but this visualization stuff, it really works. It really does. And being grateful and thankful, that just puts you in a better positive mood to get your shit right and to be out ready to tackle out the day. And I do it even heavier like the whole meditation and visualization thing in the winter heavy just because man i just dealing with the darkness so early you know it started getting dark at fucking 4:45 p.m now and it's just like god damn like we really gotta deal with fucking 13 14 hours of darkness you know sometimes only having eight hours of light like when it really gets heavy into the winter season so i don't know if i suffer from sad but i try to combat that just with meditation and you know uh power visualization and things like that and just being grateful and thankful and then i start doing more stuff at night like if i get off work you know and it's like you know six o'clock at night i still go outside and do something you know even if it's just you know taking out the trash or taking boo for a little walk around the block or something like that And boo is my little puggle and um you know it's just something and then just me being thankful i just started doing this like last winter waking up being grateful it put me in a better mood in the winter you know i'm always looking forward to you know spring through fall i you know i love it you know but when winter comes i'm just like fuck you know dealing with the cold dealing with the darkness the bad weather horrible roads and then the potholes and shit once it starts melting and all this other shit so but i just learned to focus on the positive and then it gives me the strength to deal with whatever comes my way and to look at it as an obstacle to accomplish to accomplish it as opposed to something that's trying to set me back so What I need y'all to do is just, you know, research. There's a great article in Psychology Today about the power of visualization. So go ahead and read that and uh, just take those steps that I gave y'all to actually get your meditation game correct, get your power of visualization game correct and just be thankful be grateful every morning that you wake up or if you work you know overnights you know when you wake up mid at late afternoon to get ready for the plantation be grateful be thankful that you're making that shift differential money too all right so nothing but love and respect for y'all out there i'm sorry this episode is only about 45 minutes maybe a little bit less but uh you know what you can listen to it on your lunch break Listen to the last 15 minutes, you know, on your last 15 minute break or listen to the first 15 minutes on your first break. And then, you know, listen to the last 30 on your lunch break while you it down on that sandwich and start bringing your lunch to work. That'll save you a hell of a lot of money. I'm telling you all that. It saves me so much money taking my lunch to work. And that's that's just way of paying yourself. You know, just I know it sucks eating a sandwich and some fruit, you know, for lunch, but it does its job or bring some leftovers because it'll save you from spending you know eight to twelve dollars every damn day then you look up and you're like oh fuck you know two weeks of that you know that could have been part of my light bill or some shit like that or that could have been groceries itself you know what i'm saying part of the grocery bills or something else or some shit that i could have put in my savings account so but that's all i got for y'all nothing but love and respect for y'all and i will see y'all next week one